Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello to you, my dear sweet friend. Yes, you're sweet. Yes, you're my friend. How do I know this? I can just tell. I can just tell. I can feel it. Thank you again for letting me connect with you today and sharing time with you. Time is such a precious commodity. And no matter what it is that you find yourself doing in this moment, listening to me in the background, I really value the fact that you would honor me. It is an honor for me to be able to share time with you. It's pretty incredible. So together we learn, together we grow and expand in every area of life, especially as we become masterful communicators. So last episode was an expansion of an episode I did called the 90-10 rule or 90-10. If you didn't get a chance to catch that, please go back and listen. I think you'll enjoy that. It's about communicating and spending a specific amount of time listening in a conversation. And then the key is what you will do during that other percentage of time, okay? I'm not going to do the spoiler alert. I'm just letting you know it's really valuable. If you haven't heard it, please listen. And then the last episode, I tapped into a 2.0 version of that and where I expanded that a little bit by offering you some input on something called reflecting. Is That is when you're in a conversation and you really want to make sure that the person knows that they are being heard and not just heard, right? Because we don't just want to listen to hear. We can hear all day. We hear lots of stuff all day. We want to listen to understand, I like the word comprehend. Understand has an interesting meaning. It means you're kind of coming under or subservient to the information. When you comprehend something, it means you've processed it, yes, and it makes sense to you. You, you, you get it. So I like to use that word, comprehend. All right, so if you really are looking for a solution with this person or a conversation or a deeper relationship, you're going to make sure that they feel heard and also that they know you are interested in not just hearing, but also comprehending and really knowing what they have to say, because as you know what they have to say, you will know them better and deeper in more expansive ways. So There's another thing I want to add to that now, and it's one technique that is called mirroring. You've probably heard it before. You will see this all over the place. There are specific types of therapies and techniques. Even NLP utilizes mirroring to some degree, to to much degree, actually. Marketing (laughs) utilizes a technique called mirroring. And what this is, is this is when you're having a conversation with someone, and it's usually face-to-face. It can be voice-to-voice as well. It can even be in written form. But it's where you are matching what you see from them. So, for example, if you and I were sitting across from each other at a desk and we were having a conversation and I really wanted to build a rapport with you. I really wanted to build a connection with you. I would look to see what your body language looks like. What are you doing? How are you sitting? Are your arms crossed? Are your arms in your lap, but your legs are crossed? Are you leaning back in your chair or are you leaning forward with your elbows on the desk? So as I start to watch these kinds of nonverbal cues, That will give me an indication of where you are at in the conversation, right? Sometimes crossed body, crossed arms, crossed legs, sometimes means 
you're closed off to communication or you're coming into the conversation in a place of defensiveness or hostility of some kind. It could also mean it's too darn cold. Yes, it could. So always utilize that as a potential. It could be cold. It might be chilly. They're chilly. That's okay. But if not, and you see that kind of body language, it'll it'll often reflect on their face as well. So you're going to want to see that because that will help give you clues as to where to start the conversation. You know, if they're leaning forward on the desk with their elbows on the desk and they're kind of leaning into you and there's nothing in front of them blocking or nothing in front of them between you and them, that often means not only are they receptive to this engaging conversation, but they're, they're wanting something from you. They're leaning into you. They're, they're going to be receiving the communication that you have to offer. It's a really good sign. Uh, maybe they're in a more relaxed posture and they're sitting back and they're not crossed body, but they're just looking relaxed. Perfect. The point is you're going to take a peek and study where they're coming to you from. Where is their body language? What are the nonverbal cues that you see? And then per the technique, you start to do the very same thing. That's the mirror. You become a mirror to this person non-verbally at first if you're in front of them face to face and you may shift in your chair and you may lean to the left side of your armchair as well and when they slowly lean back you may just take a moment shift in your chair and you may slowly lean back as well as you see them take their coffee mug and move it away from out in front of them which by the way non-verbally is a cue that they're opening up space Sometimes when people put objects in front of them, between them and the person they're communicating with, that is an unconscious marker. That is an unconscious defense or barrier. If you see that at first and then you watch them sort of move that object out of the way or grab it, pick it up and drink out of it, that's a really good sign as well. That means there's some inroads inroads possibly being made and there's an opportunity for some rapport. Sometimes people who don't know each other are naturally going to come into a conversation that way. They're going to come in a little blocked, a little guarded. They're going to watch and p- try to pick up your nonverbal cues. How comfortable do you look in the conversation? Are you going to dominate? Are you going to receive? Are you going to, you know, be somebody who's easy to communicate with? You know, are there going to be awkward moments that they're going to have to navigate? There's a lot that goes into first-time conversations. But the point here for you is if you're really wanting to make a connection and build rapport, mirroring is a fantastic technique. You give and then they give and then you give and they it's it's a it's beautiful. And you will watch then as you entrain kind of with their energy, as you have built a little bit of rapport, what you will notice happen is once you have made them feel comfortable, once you have mirrored their body language and their their nonverbal cues for a little while. Pretty soon, when they're comfortable, you'll get a cue. One of the cues will be they will begin now mirroring you. They will not necessarily be doing this consciously, but as you entrain with them and build that rapport, they then are comfortable enough and can start taking nonverbal cues from you. This is when you know you're making some great inroads and communicating on kind of a whole new level. So again, this can be practiced verbally on the phone as well. When you have a really high energy moment, you got to get something done and you call somebody and they're like, hello. (laughs) You may not want to go in hot. You may want to 
take it back a notch, soften your energy, soften your voice, slow down just a little bit. They may have just woken up from a nap. Who knows? They may have just gotten out of a doctor's appointment. You, you just don't know. So, so it is an actually a technique that can help you even just on phone calls where you can't see each other. If you can match the tone, the tenure, and the pacing of their communication, I'm telling you what, nine times out of 10, they are going to feel much more comfortable in their communication with you. Okay, and again, that point is to really be effective in communication. It's to be heard, it's to hear, but better yet, it's to comprehend and make some inroads. What's the point? What are we trying to accomplish in the conversation? Always have that in the back of your mind. What is the end goal here and how can I best achieve it? One of the ways, my friend, is going to be to build that rapport and communicate so that they know they're being heard and listened to. They will feel valued and respected and they will be 10 times more likely to reciprocate. And that's when you can start making some inroads. All right. As usual, thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.